0: All right, good afternoon, everybody. <coughs> I'm excited to be here. Um, uh, I have been uh, teaching now uh, at Life University the pediatric diagnosis class and the electives, electives since um, 2001. So now this is now my 21st year, so super stoked to be here, super stoked to share, uh, network with you guys. I'm very excited that both advisors are here, Dr. Love and I, um, so it's really kind of cool to see this collaboration. Uh, I think that network is a super amazing technique that um, I want to share <clears throat> some of the basics with you. But before I get started, uh, I always have to uh, give a nod to one of my mentors and heroes, uh, which is Dr. Jeannie Ohm. So I don't know if you guys, for those of you guys who are in ICPA, when you guys talk about the pathways, this just came out. I just got this box yesterday or the day before and make sure you guys have it now. Um, it, what ICPA did, uh, because Dr. Jeannie unfortunately passed away uh, a couple of years ago, what the ICPA did is they, they took all her best writing and put it into one pathways. So all the articles are from Dr. Jeannie. Uh, I read it last night and I had tears pouring out of my eyes because she was, for me, a very big mentor and hero. <clears throat> Uh, I first became certified in tech technique with her in 1993 uh, when she first started doing it at New Beginnings. Um, so it was really just kind of, she was just a mentor and a hero and she asked me to join the ICPA uh, and asked me to speak and stuff so um, I really, this is just, just an amazing thing so I hope you guys, when you guys talk about Pathways, it's going uh, to be awesome. And I just wanted to show you this picture here, in 2018. Um, Donnie Epstein came to the last ICPA uh, conference that was in Washington, DC. Uh, and it was the neatest thing because Donnie gave a seminar. Uh, and then um, uh, he gave a seminar going on a Saturday, and on a Sunday morning, he sort of sort of a breakout session. And Jeannie came with her grandkids. And here's Donnie Epstein showing Dr. Jeannie Ohm how to adjust one of her grandkids using network. And I remember watching this going like, Wow, like two of my heroes are together. And I just took this one picture and just look at the expression on their face, which you that's like it. Here's the cool thing about adjusting kids and especially using anything tonal, like network or bioenergetics, like best or BGI, is there's a receiving that you get as the chiropractor. If you watch a chiropractor who's really an artist Right? Because that's why I feel a chiropractor. is. chiropractor is is so much more art than they give credit for. When you see a chiropractor who's a true artist, then what happens is that artist is receiving as the artist is given. And I want you to get that. I want you to get how profound that is. That when you're giving an adjustment, you're not just giving. It's not just here. You know, it's not just take this adjustment. Right? There's a lot more to an adjustment. There's there's a receiving that you get, and that's the bliss on Dr. Jeannie's face. And then look at the, the excitement of Dottie Epstein talking to her, right, and teaching her. And that's the, the symbiosis that occurs, I think, when, when you have two people who are so connected and so in love with whatever chiropractic that they do, and they're kind of doing it together, like what a, ugh, oh, this is just so great. I can look at this all day. Because this, is, this to me is what my office is about. I've been seeing kids now for 33 years, the, the, the grace and the elegance and the beauty of these kids coming into my practice and watching them talk when they weren't talking, and watching them walk when they weren't walking, and watching them thrive when they weren't thriving, and watching their pregnant mothers change and say, this pregnancy has been so different than the first one right? This labor was so different than the first. I just, there's nothing more gorgeous and more beautiful about being a chiropractor than that. And I'm so glad all you guys are here because that's what you will experience, right? Both here, maybe in clinic, while you're in student clinic or outpatient, but especially when you're in your own offices. It is totally amazing. And of course, I had to get a picture with Dr. Epstein one night. That. So today, what I'm going to do, I'll tell us about love. Um, way, way, way back in the early 2000s when I first got here uh, uh, teaching at Life, Donnie uh, Epstein came to Life uh, uh, and he did a seminar called A Special Program for NSA Care for Pregnant Women, Infants, and Children. Nice. And I happened to be doing some cleaning uh, a couple of months ago and I found this. And I, I'd forgotten I'd had this. I've, I've been applying what he said, but I forgot I actually had this. So what I did for you guys today, uh, especially combining network and, and ICPA, is I, I kinda, I'm I giving you the essence. I'm going to give you the essence of these notes. Because I, I haven't seen him do this seminar since. No. Um, so I'm super excited to be able to give you like some bits and pieces uh, from this. Uh, it's like a 50 or 60 page manual, but I'm going to give you some of the, the highlights and stuff. And, he, and I want you to get... I want you to get what Donnie is saying, and then we're, we're gonna do some hands So don't worry, hands-on's coming. But I'm building it, I'm building this attention to getting the, the hands-on. Rertebral <laughs> subluxation is not the cause of ill health. Isn't that, I, just listen, this is, this is the brilliance that, that Donnie Epstein has. It's not the cause of ill health, it is a part of the process of ill health and a sign of stress, response, and adaptive challenge. I think that's amazing. I think that's totally amazing to think about, like what you know, what we have come to know as subluxation and fixing that subluxation. I don't want us to, I think Donnie says, don't think of a subluxation the way you think about disease, right? You want to fight disease and get rid of disease and kill disease and stamp out disease. And all kind of it's more like, this is a sign. Subluxations are a sign, right? They're a warning. Something is wrong. The body had to do something adaptive to fix it, to to thwart this, right? If a force is coming at you this way, what do you do, right? You move away from that force. That's what a subluxation is. A subluxation, according to Donnie's ideas, is some adaptive force trying to figure out how to live in that environment with that force coming at you. As an adaptive response to the compromised essential nurses in order to perceive or experience the internal and external world is a brilliant short-term strategy, but get this, but it's a very push, long-term strategy. And this is why we are who we are. Because as a short-term strategy, the subluxation makes sense, but as a long-term strategy, it's not a good idea. And that's what we need to do, is we need to understand when we're looking at these subluxations, that we're trying to fix things, we're not just trying to fix, it's not the short-term, right, adjusting someone once is great, but it's really it's adjusting someone over the lifetime, that's what really makes the difference. That's what's really profoundly impactful, is having long term care. <coughs> we can apply low force contacts to the spine and spine gateways to help shift the nerve system, body, mind, and being, uh, being from stress and defense into safety and growth. Like, how many people know anything about the polyvagal theory and the whole vagus nerve thing? Isn't that what that means, right? This before polyvagal theory came out. <coughs> from, away from stress and defense and into safety and growth. As a consequence, the body self regulates attention to use the spinal tension as fuel for further healing and self regulate structural distortions including vertebral subluxation. <coughs> this is so brilliant what he's coming up with here. <coughs> we can establish new spinal strategies, especially if it is still hardwiring the motor system at the, uh, uh, in the spine. These new strategies can allow for greater sub- uh, observations and regulation of spinal tension patterns of subluxation. It can allow for the entrainment of respiration with spinal motion and rhythm. Do so you get what he's saying here? What he's saying is when a mama is pregnant, Right? When you adjust her, whether you're using network or anything else, you're entraining the baby at the same time. You're not just adjusting the mama. This is you're not just tapping on her spine or doing whatever God's did activate. This is so much more. Right? This is deep. This is you're affecting like generations. When you're adjusting a pregnant mama, you're affecting generations. So what Donnie said is, <clears throat> up to four or five months you can do NSA without a whole lot of variation. Um, and then from five to nine months, you might have to do all the things because certainly they're gonna need some pillows, they're gonna need a, some tables like the, the Zenith table or the Lloyd tables I have, like ones that the pelvic piece goes up and stuff. So you're gonna use these kind of things. But this is what he said, this is brilliant. and I, He's the per- reason I started doing this, is sometimes pregnant mamas can't go face down. Sometimes it's they, impossible to go face down because they're in such pain in their pubic bones or their sacroiliac joints. So he said <coughs> a practice member can go in a side position or seated with stabilization to assist the development of the respiratory or somatopsychic waves. Laugh, wow. right? So who says, where is it written that a chiropractor has to deliver an adjustment with someone prone? Right, it's, it's not. It's not, I want you to get that, that yes, it's the easiest, right? You're going to learn that. It's the basis of everything that we do is prone, right? But it doesn't have to be that way. So since I took his seminar, I've just had multiple pregnant mamas who come in and they're like, there's, uh, there's no way. So like, knee, lying, face can't happen. So then they just go on their side. Or if they can't go on their side. All right, fine. We'll have to do it seated. We had a mama come in recently who um, had a C-section, and... <coughs> She said, I, it was her first adjustment, I said, can you lie, she said, I can't lie, there's no way I'm lying. I, she, I said, what about you? Sorry. She said, still so uncomfortable. Fine. Then I'll just you seated. I don't care. And that's, that's important to don't get so stuck in your technique that you can't do it any other way. If there's any adjustment, any technique, network, activator, gossip, etc. you can always change things based upon what the person needs, right? You make it more practice, more patient-centered versus you-centered. Right? Yeah, it's easy for you to look at face down, it's what you always do, but you know what? Think outside the box. You need to think outside the box. So I'm not gonna go over this, but this is some amazing stuff with somatic uh, respiratory uh, integration exercise, I don't have enough time after this, but these are some amazing exercises to talk about how to, when someone comes into, into your care and they're pregnant, to, to try to kind of stabilize their breathing, because breathing is such an essential part, obviously, of the burning process. <coughs> And there's some interesting stuff I'm going to read over to get to the, the good stuff, it is Donnie Epstein's thought process about child development and development of self. The child's response to stress is cultivated through experience of during infancy and early life. The way in which the spine, spinal, and neural stability system interact as a function of perception of the self in the world is formed during this critical time. Which means that, like we said, not only when they're pregnant, but also when they're nursing, right, when they're with the mom. They are feeling what she's feeling. They are feeling what the caregiver is feeling. Right? That's why it's so important that you can do it to make sure the mom and the baby, or the caregiver and the baby, are getting adjusted. Because they are set, like if the mom is out of sync, then the baby is gonna be harder for them to get in sync. NSA is a great opportunity to significantly influence not only the development of sensory and motor strategies. The hard would otherwise not be possible, but also influence the creation of new adaptive strategies throughout a lifetime. That's why we adjust so many babies in my practice. Because not only are you giving them an opportunity now to help whatever's going on with them currently, but you're helping them through their lifetime. Right? The babies are going to be helped not just today with their colic or reflux or latching nursing problems, but their entire life is going to be different because you're adjusting them now. That's how big this is, right? BJ called it what? The bigness of the fellow within, right? So that's what we have to kind of tap into, is that this is way bigger. The adjustments your, that you're your delivering here in student clinic or here in outpatient clinic, these are big. If you're adjusting if a kid or a pregnant mama, this is big. This is life changing. This is changing genetics. Do you understand that? This is changing genetics. When someone says to me, oh, you know, every time I, you know, I get in front of someone, I get sick every single time. Not anymore, you don't. Your body's genes, their body's genes have now responded differently. Oh, this child isn't talking. Well, now they're talking. Well, how did they go for eight years without talking and now they're talking? It's because the the genes changed. The expression of the genes changed. Right? And that's how powerful what it is that we do. That's why brain-based chiropractic, adjusting them with their brain in mind, stuff like network, stuff like BEST, stuff like VTI, these tonal techniques are really amazing because you're tapping into the brain's potential to change them. <coughs> After a infant's been born, it takes significant interaction with this world before he or she actually hatches. Do you get what that means? Right? Right, so babies have to hatch. Here's what happens with kids with on the spectrum, because this is my specialty, as kids on the spectrum, I see dozens of kids on the spectrum. They don't hatch. They don't hatch, they don't come out. Right? Because when, when, when you're a baby, you don't know self from non-self. Right? You only know you. And you know that there's some, there, might, there might be some caregiver out there giving me food and changing me or whatever, I don't know what kind of thought process they have. but. <clears throat> They don't identify me versus not me. It's all me, right? When a child is on the spectrum, what happens is that never changes, especially the more lower-functioning kids on the spectrum. That doesn't change. They don't break out of me versus not me. That's what Capricorn does. I've watched it. I've watched kids with no eye contact suddenly have eye contact. I've watched kids with no words, suddenly developing words. I watched it. I watched it, and it looks like magic. Because what am I doing? I'm doing some network on them, I'm doing some best on them, I'm doing some really gentle contacts with them, and I'm watching them suddenly over the course of weeks just like something is happening in their little brains and they start to turn on, they start to hatch. And that's what we have, it's, it's in our hands, guys. Like, do you realize that? Look down at your hands, man. It's right there. God's God's gift that we're going to give to the world is right here. Like, how powerful is that? Right? And you said, oh, I can't believe I've got to pay back student loans for $200,000. Are you kidding me? This is priceless. What you're going to get to do is priceless. $200,000 is cheap to get into this. Right? This is your ticket in. Right? You want to go see Taylor Swift, it's going to cost you 200 bucks. Right? Well, I don't want to pay $200 to see Taylor Swift. Well, then you're not going to see Taylor Swift. Right? <laughs> that simple. So you want to practice chiropractic, it costs you 200 grand. But this is worth it, because now you have a lifetime of this giving and receiving that is just unbelievable, watching, watching these kids hatch. Let me skip a couple things here. Get to the real good stuff. Okay, so special applications of network <coughs> in newborns, infants and toddlers and children. The infant needs to be assessed and trained after the mother has been trained. So in other words, it's ideal if you're going to do something like network and if the mom and or dad or caregiver is there, then they should be adjusted first. So make sure they're clear first before you actually work on the kid. The first few visits, you may wish to analyze the infant and train the mother and then observe for the entrained response of the child to the mother. Sometimes you'll see things change. When the mom is, is entrained and she's doing better, sometimes the patterns that you might see in the, in the child may even dissipate. So you might see several phases before the mom's entrained and then you check and now you can see less or different patterns. Infants is to lie prone on the mother, preferable or father with parent or guardian lying supine. The leg check is modified and sent to infants. Now we're going to start talking about more practical stuff. So, how many people have babies? How many babies do we got up there? Uh, Okay, well. Well, no, no, no. Like this. Babies. Babies. How many people have baby dolls? (laughs) Yes. All right. That's a little better. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this. You know, you guys are thinking about real humans. Um, so, what we're looking for, what we look for is heel tension and inversion stress. Heel tension and eversion stress. You're gonna find that, and I'll show you what that is in a little bit. The patient is instructed that then, after you look for this, then the patient is instructed to turn the infant's head to the right, left, to perform the cervical syndrome test. So normally cervical syndrome you say, you know, person's prone, turn your head to the right, right? But obviously a baby can't do that. But the baby's lying down, a, lying on mom like this or that, and the parent is going to turn the head. You're going to do active turning of the baby's head instead of, I guess you say passive, instead of active uh, turning. And if the basic care strategy is not a basic, then hold the contact longer in either flexion extension or lateral bending, whichever is appropriate. And we'll talk about that momentarily. <clears throat> Interesting thing, I love what, that uh, Donnie said this, is lifting the iliac crest when prone may further advance the respiratory wave and often create greater relaxation still this while on the table. So if you're seeing that the child is not really doing what or expecting, doing what you're expected to do, you can lift the baby's pelvis up as you're adjusting them. So if the baby is lying prone like this, you can kind of lift the baby's pelvis up like this on one side or the other side to help kind of enhance that respiratory wave. Because how, how many of you guys, have, are from the network club, just so I know what we're talking about. Okay, good, so, so you guys understand, for, the, for those of you who uh, have never really witnessed a network adjustment before, what I have seen over the 15, 20 years that I've been doing network is it is an amazing thing when you, when you adjust someone with network, regardless of language, so in other words, kids who don't talk, regardless of uh, age, no matter who it is, up until about teenage years, You will train someone, you'll adjust someone, and they will move. They will move in this elegant movement, whether it is a a single wave like this coming through, like that, whether it is a unilateral kind of wave, where one side will move like this, or whether it's a big breath in and out. But it is amazing how this happens. And what's really neat, because I teach this for my my ICPA class, you know, for docs around the world. And uh, a doc last night, like, uh, I spoke in December virtually, and a doc emailed me on Monday, said, I did this for the first time ever, and you were right, the person had to wave right, the kid had to wave right there with the table. So it's not something that, like, you have to, like, Train, 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 and then eventually the people will start to respond. If you do it right, your intent is right, your head's in the right spot, then when you do this, these movements that we'll talk about soon, these kids will just open up, and it is magical to watch. And the, the hardest thing is to tell the parents, don't tell them to stop moving, right? Because the parents, they see the babies kind of moving like this, or the child moving like this, and they'll say, don't move like that, relax, relax, and they do, 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 do. Let them move. Moving is part of the adjustment. Moving is part of them right, living that way and unwinding their, their brain and their nervous system to relax. So, Bob, I don't know if you guys know this, but I, I post podcasts. So uh, if you guys love podcasts, like I love podcasts, um, I'm on my 440th something or other podcast now posting. So I've been posting this since, like, 2015. And um, so if you like, they're somewhere between 10 and minutes to an hour long. So if you like it, please, please check it out. It's on iTunes, Spotify. <laughs> and I've been at peak doc, I always have to talk about this. I've been at peak doc forever since 2010. Uh, this quarter I'll be graduating my uh, 77th and 78th peak intern. Uh, so it is amazing how many interns we've seen. Run through uh, our practices since 2010. So if anybody's interested in that, please let me know. You can always email me, at Ruben at life.edu. And here's just an example. Dr. Heidi, who's now in Wisconsin, uh, she graduated last year. She had 590 adjustments and did 58 exams while she was peaking in my office for two quarters during so, COVID. During COVID. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <anybody else? laughs> That's right. So and she was just one of three others. There was four total. Um, so is. My interns get experience, right? Nobody sits and watches in my office. That's not how it happens if you're if you a full-on intern. So now it's hands-on time. <laughs> There's no easy way to explain any chiropractic adjustments, especially when we're trying to do it in a big crowd, when nobody, not everybody has babies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I do appreciate all of you guys trying, because that's what, to me, that when I first, I took the seminar, First with Donnie, and then a few months later, uh, Danny Knowles uh, and his son-in-law came <coughs> in. And then he was really nice. After, I'll never forget this, after the seminar, I was like, Danny, I'm still a little confused. I need some help. Will you sit down with me? I'm stopping for life. I wanted to be able to explain this better. And he sat down with me afterwards, even though he had a plate to catch. And he spent like a half hour kind of really going over with me. And I, that always endeared me to, to Danny, because I was very generous of his time. To do that. So, um, and this is what I said. to I said I'm so confused. Should I just wait till I got it? And he said, No, no. Just try it. Just try, try checking this out. Do it on your friends. Do it on you know your wife, whatever. Just see what happens. Get that feel. Just get the feel for it, and eventually it's going to start to become part of you. And now, you know, fifteen plus years later, it is. All right. We're a good, we're a good team here. I like this. So um, unfortunately, I do not have time to go over the end stuff that I wanted to, <clears throat> but I just wanted to end with this. This is one of my beautiful little patients, and um, let me put this big screen so you can really get a piece of this here. Yeah, yeah look at that. Future chiropractor, right? Adjusting. Mickey and Minnie waiting. She said, I said, what are you doing? He says me sitting. She said, i got to adjust Mickey Mouse. She's using the chiropractor. And I said, "What's many doing?" Said, well, she's she's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> she's waiting. She's next, <laughs> right? Right. So we. I just want you guys to think of this one thing, and I'm really glad you guys are here. We gotta adjust more kids. We gotta adjust more pregnant moms and open yourselves up to things like network, best VGI, other tunnel things. Because, like you said, I couldn't put it better. Every spike's got a wave, and even if you're doing a traditional constant, first spike, full spike, you're still getting waves. Yep. It's just a different way to produce that wave. Thank you guys so much.